Snoop was in it too, so he has Snoop to be was in it. Fire. Snoop was right. Yeah, Snoop was but good. Yeah, but Snoop's playing the crib. He is a crib. Dr. Dre made a film ass. called Fuck the Police, and then he has to go and play the police. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you know you become a successful West Coast rapper when you be play a policeman. Think about it. Ice, Ice Cube, Ice Cube played the police officer in Ride Along. Right. Then yeah, I mean, that, was he a police officer really? I mean, I didn't say I was a good police officer. Code. But that's what happens in Hollywood, a good body car. Ice T. So who's the best of those? Who's the best rapper turned cop? Will Smith. In which one? Bad Bad boys. Boys. Yeah, he's the best one. <laughs> I changed it. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Flixwater Podcast. Today joined by Funby. Yo yo. Dane. Hello. And as always, Helen. Hello. <laughs> Forgot your name there. And we're gonna be talking about training day. Thank you, as always, to the mighty people for the mighty, mighty tunes. And thanks to Ben from Rockwood Audio for his awesome editing skills. Please do remember to write a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts anywhere you can do where you listen to the podcast because it really does help us. And you can join in the conversation with us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod and on Instagram at FlixWatcher. Hello film fans, welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. In our studio today we have Fumbi and Dane. If you would like to say hello to our listeners and tell them about the pod work you do, please. What's up? <laughs> hello. Just staring blankly at each other then. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I mean, it's very similar to podcast work. Uh, I have my own podcast which is called Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. It's yep. currently available on Spotify and iTunes. And it's uh, exactly what it says on the thumbnail. Uh, I essentially have uh, weekly guests who join me in the studio with my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. And we just pose the questions that need to be asked. And I guess we're just trying to introduce an environment where people still ask questions instead of just accepting their reality. And that can be uh, with very serious and complex topics and some very simple, more uh, whimsical ones as well. But um, we've been uh, very blessed to have uh, podcast alumni such as uh, Richard Curtis and Connie Huck. Uh, June Southland will be joining us soon. Uh, Reggie Yates, uh, Michelle Gale. Uh, just to name a few of the amazing uh, esteemed guests we've had, including Fumbi Omotayo as well. Yes, I have been on that podcast. Uh, and then <laughs> we have a podcast of our own, which is called Mr. Omotayo. Quotas Full, which is myself, Dane Baptiste, Kate Kurd, Allah, uh, Ishan, Tez. It's quite a few of us. It's a mixed bag, isn't it? Yeah. Does it change every, every episode? It does change. We, we, uh, we, it does uh, change. Yeah, we, we, took, we took the theme of uh, quotas, which we so often see uh, in terms of... Uh, representation and diversity initiatives in our industry and uh, flipped that on his head and uh, comedians yeah. you mean yeah, yeah comedians. you're both comedians oh yeah we're comedians yeah, yeah. yeah. and we were like oh, they're always having quotas so we took that and you know as we normally do we take a tragedy we make it into a something comedy something funny something funny yeah so yeah, again, just weekly. like a laid back well I don't say laid back but it's um, just you know comedians who get to be in, this, in an environment where they I guess a plat- build a platform where we feel comfortable with our voice and it's not kind of doctored or we feel like you know we're following the na- someone else's narrative this yeah. is our like little world and how we feel about things well i was listening to i listened to a fair few episodes but one of the um ones that stuck me with me a lot was the i think it's called you call it the yahoo boys we're talking about the <laughs> the nigerian Fraud. scams uh, yeah. and how that affects yeah. Yeah. the infrastructure in nigeria and how people yeah. um what well, treat a nigerians when they come leave nigeria yeah. but also the 
the government there, well, not the government, the people like viewing these guys was like, dude, you, you're fucking us all up. What, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. I think Ola was the one. Was a good yeah. episode. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm pro uh, 419s. Me too, oh, yeah. to be honest with well, you. Well, because I just feel like there's a little <laughs> racial bias whereby, you know, it's one of the perfect executions of white collar crime and they're just not given the credit, but everyone will sit down and watch the whole franchise of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know if how often these, skim, these scams work. The biggest one was the guy who defrauded uh, the Bank of Japan to right. pay for constructed airport in Brazil. So I think it was... Uh, and that actually worked? Yeah, an email scam of about 100 million. It's in um, Misha Glenny's book, McMafia. Right, right. That was the biggest one that it was pulled off. And uh, I am trying to secure the film rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talking about crime... We're talking about training day today. Yes. Which is your choice from B. Yes, it is. Training uh, can you, day. Can you tell us uh, why you chose it and give us a two-minute synopsis? The reason I chose this film was because um, when it came out, I was in drama school. Right. In Canada. Mm. Yeah, in Vancouver. And it was one of those things where growing up as a young, I guess a young black kid, you always dreamed of being in an Oscar. Because, you know, it was always so like, oh, he's the first one to win an Oscar. He's the second one to win an Oscar. Like, I want to be the third person to win an Oscar, something like that. You know what I mean? And training day came out. And it was in. The, I remember. I remember watching it in the cinema, and then I found that it was nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, and the performance. Denzel, you mean? Yeah, Denzel. Yeah, yeah. yeah Denzel. And the performance was just mind blowing, and that's why I picked this film. Because when it came out on Netflix, I watched it again. Sure. Because I was like, yeah, finally they're respecting the Don. Um, the synopsis of this movie is <laughs> essentially like a first day of work kind of thing. You've got Ethan um, Hawke, who is Officer Hoyt. He's um, a new, I think he's a, he's a new officer in the department. Well, I call him a rookie, but he seems quite old, doesn't he? He's a rookie in the sense where he's new to the department. Sure. But he's been on the force. Yeah. But he's a rookie in this in this moment here. And Denzel's, he's basically, he's a training officer. Kind of trying, meant to show him the ropes of what's going on in the day, which is what's supposed to happen on your first day. It turns out to be some kind of uh, psycho journey with this crazy man in your car in a car and it's essentially um a look into corruption in the police department and how things can get done and what you need to do to you know how bad how how dirty your hands have to get to order to make change in an environment but then also how much does that change you as a person and i guess for us officer hoyt who's even hawk's character um i guess for him he's just not prepared to go the whole nine yards yeah. in order to make change he's still willing to have some kind of um, humanity well yeah I mean I feel that he's got to make a lot of change in the space of less than 24 hours hasn't he yeah. oh, you, yeah, you feel that Denzel and Dre and, and the other guys on the force you think they've they've been groomed a bit before they have to get to the level where they're stealing yes. a lot so I, I think I think it's a bit unfair on on it be begins early though, doesn't it? He, he he immediately begins to try and corrupt him when they first meet in the diner mm-hmm. because he tries to like encourage him or coerce him into telling a somewhat uh, misogynistic story. Yeah, uh, when he asked That's if the lady involved had a liquor license yeah. so already, he kind of like was trying to, uh, I guess, um, <clears throat> gauge the level of morality he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he even refers to uh, asking him about his wife, mm. and he's saying his wife is Chicano, so she's of dual heritage from Mexico and in the US. Yeah. And I think he says, I'm about, you love her so much, you probably still fuck her face to face, right? And then he got <laughs> sensitive about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was he, like, be careful because, but yeah, and the justification is that- You bring your family bring to your work. Family to work. That's the you day take, you die, yeah. But it's amazing when you're watching that film in that moment, you're thinking, this guy is an OG for real. That's some good advice. You don't want to bring your family to work. Nothing to do with that. He was trying to gauge what kind of man oh, this it's, is. Oh, testing. Yeah, what, what he had to lose and what, how much he loved his wife. You know what I mean? Helen, what are your thoughts on training day? 
Well, I have to say, having been on lots of first days in different work environments, this is not quite the usual um, <laughs> first day on the job. Um, I had seen this film before. Um, I mean, it's it's all about Denzel, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's... But he's got to play off Ethan, I think. I think yeah. yeah. I mean, that, I guess, Ethan Hawke is, is good in this. Um, you know, he kind of plays the Ethan Hawke kind of thing but this is Denzel's movie I think he's brilliant in everything and it kind of took a while for him to get recognition mm. and also possibly took a while for him to be given parts that kind of stretched him or changed the public perception of mm. him because kind of up until then he'd kind of mainly had kind of nice guy roles yeah. and uh, a bit, like a bit, the father but yeah. he, I mean before this he had Malcolm X her, her, yeah. Her, yeah okay uh, the only one I would say would be Fallen so he's a, a, a homicide detective sure uh, and he's tracking who he believes to be a murderer right who turns out to be a, a demonic uh, fallen angel called Azazel and uh, I think in the end he uh, becomes possessed so that's the only time I've seen yeah, him being in a playing a, I guess the uh, the antagonist Okay. Normally, I think normally he does play the protagonist. A lot and of the then time. after yeah. this, is, there's obviously um, Flight, uh, Man on Fire, Man on and fire other fire. roles where you know he just got to Equalizer, have, have yeah. a little bit more fun, really. And uh, the Book of Eli, and then it's just like fucking guys up. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Denzel being a ridiculous Superman, he deserves that. Now he joins the alumni. He's he's the good. alumni. He's, yeah, the alumni <laughs> of like dudes in the Expendables. Sure. Yeah. Oh, is he in the Expendables? No. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Can't now he's in the Expendables. Right? He can now. He hasn't got enough action films under his belt. There's two equalizers. Equalizer is ter- well, Equalizer one is good. Two is terrible. Book of Eli is terrible. But it's hella, hella violent, though. Yes. And Book of Eli was good. But if you look at the Expendables, you're looking at Dolph Lundgren, man. Van Damme. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jet- you say, Jet- you say this, but I'm going to throw They've got it. enough in the tank. I know, but you say that, but Wesley Snipes wasn't in the second Expendables, and he definitely should have been. He wasn't one of yeah, them. He was, was in jail then still. Yeah. Still, they could have done a jail scene. Was he in part one? He was no. in three. Was he in was three. in three. Yeah. They should have been Mel in Mel Gibson first. was in the Expendables. That's the kind of clientele we're dealing with here, man. Yeah, you don't want to go. Exactly. You don't want Denzel to be doing no. good acting. Why can't Donald, why can't, Don, um, why can't um, Danny Glover Chuck be, why can't, why can't Danny Glover be in Expendables? He was Myrtle when, you know, Mel Gibson was being Riggs and he was in the second Predator. Good point. Just Didn't saying. have the muscles though. No Cynthia Rothrock <laughs> though. That's what made me. I thought was insane. That's true. There's not enough female characters Cynthia in there. Cynthia Rothrock should have def- and Michelle Yeoh should have definitely been yeah, in the Expendables. Should. It'd be great to have Michelle Yeoh in there. Should have definitely been in there. Uh, what are your thoughts on Training Day? I uh, I love Training Day. Yeah, uh, I love Training Day. I had it on DVD. I watched the DVD extras. Um, mm-hmm. Training Day. What were uh, the extras? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the extras. Well, number one is because uh, you don't because his name escapes me. What's his name in the film again? Denzel, yeah, Alonso, Alonso, yeah. So basically, there's one part where I think he's taking uh, takes Ethan to meet the Vatos, like yes. the Mexican gangsters and stuff. And he's talking about a guy, a uh, Mexican guy who was smacking his dog. Mm-hmm. And he comes out of the car when he was a beat cop and he was like, What the hell are you smacking a dog for? And he's kind of a guy knew ex convicts and stuff. And, and then the guy was like, Teaching it to hate N words. And he's like, Oh, so, so he's paid a cracker to hit the dog. And obviously, because of the tensions between you know Mexican gangs and like gang. Bloods and Crips in in, uh, in on the West Coast, he's teaching his dog to attack African Americans on site. And Denzel's like, once I saw that, then that's when I lost hope. And it was interesting because they didn't they didn't give you that glimpse into when you know obviously they didn't show in the movie. No, yeah, exactly, they didn't show in the movie. But it's an interesting point to see at which point he began to start compromising his sure. morality within his job. But I think yeah, I think it's a great film. The film is supposed to be a fictionalization of the Rampart scandal. 
that uh, was an investigation into uh, corruption amongst the LAPD. There was another film made about by Kurt Russell. I want to say it was like the Blue Line or the Blue Watch, something like that. No, no, yeah. the Blue Storm with Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. But um, yeah, so but the film was about the Rampart scandal. So there was some actually it was kind of contentious because it was like. Why is the Rampart scandal being led by a black guy? Because this is because the Rampart scandal and the whole of revelations about that goes back so far as like you know with Rodney King, mm-hmm. and like with like a lot of juggling and stuff. And so he was playing a composite character in that respect. Um, but yeah, I love this film. Uh, introducing Eva Mendes. Yeah, true. There's a lot of cameos. There's a lot of first time oh, people. Macy Gray. Macy Gray. Macy Gray's in there. Terry Crews. You see him Terry at some. Terry Crews as well. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a line though. No, 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 he didn't need that. Who, you do like that, you don't need to have a the line. The guy who um, put the gun on the floor, he's actually an OG Crip. No, or Blood, one of the two. He's actually an yeah, OG he's a blood, blood. Yeah, he's a Blood Bones, he's right? Yeah, Bones, in the yeah, news yeah. with the like, LA riots. Yeah, so yeah. they were actually real gangbangers. In the, in well, I was area. thinking about, because one of my favourite TV shows, my favourite TV show is The Wire, and oh. I love the layer and how layered the cast and crew is, and a lot of them are layered peppered with people who, who were in Baltimore, yeah, yeah. part of the cream. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering when they were, when they were making this, you have to have... You have to have the guys on the side who are oh, on, course, on yeah. set. And this is the same, same with um, Boys in the Hood. That was shot in the hood. Yeah. And they had to make, they had to let everything happen around them yeah, when that was happening. Yeah, because John, John Singleton was like, there was yeah. fights every day. Yeah, you've got, <laughs> yes. you got, yeah, you got to check in. But yeah. Um, yeah, this film was very... One of the yeah, actors yeah. I loved in Training Day was the guy from, um, I forget his name, he was in The Mask. He wasn't the protagonist in The Mask. He's the one that got shot. Um, oh, the, 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 his chief... Not his chief, the one that got shot in the door when he, he had to take the fire coming in because they had to make it look like a setup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he's like a really cool character actor. Like he's been in so many. He's always usually in these group heist movies where you know. He's oh, a, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He, I love watching him act. So that the dude, was like the a, dude who becomes the evil mask, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was the yeah, in, in the mask. Oh, he hadn't put that together, but yeah, he's part of the, the crew with Doctor Dre. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, with Dre, who I think was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but Snoop was, was in it too, so he has Snoop to be was in fire. it. Snoop was right. Yeah, Snoop was good. Yeah, but Snoop's playing the Crip. He is a Crip. Put Dr. Dre made a film ass. called Fuck the Police, and then he has to go and play the police. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you know you become a successful West Coast rapper when you be play a policeman. <laughs> Think about it. Ice, the cookie police, Ice Cube played the police officer in Ride Along. Right. Then yeah, I mean, that, was he a police officer really? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say I was a good police officer. <laughs> but that's what happens in Hollywood, you know, good body count. Ice, yeah. Ice T made a, a song called Cop Killer and Body Count, and yeah, yeah. he became a police officer. And then Dr. Dre made a Fuck the Police, and he became a police officer. Uh, so you're saying it's career trajectory? I guess. Yeah. It's like, uh, So who's the best of those? Who's cops the best there? cop? Well, I, Samuel Jackson, a chef. No, come on. Yeah, Shaft but he was, was he terrible. He wasn't. <laughs> he's Shaft not released terrible. a rap album. Yeah, on Netflix. Samuel terrible. wasn't. Sam wasn't a rapper, was he? No, no he wasn't a rapper. But who's the best rapper turned cop? Ice T, man. He's like what ten seasons in? Because mm. I had a long Ice T was a cop. It's opposite. I'm terrible. gonna say my favorite rapper turned fictional police officer. Hello, it's Hello. Yeah, in, in too deep. Yeah, he was pretty good. Into deep he was God. <laughs> yeah, he was God. Yeah, yeah. And SWAT all he did was take his top off and yeah, like that, that uh, weird uh, moment. Yeah. That's what I'm There was a weird, weird point moment. at which films were just going with like one syllable. It was SWAT, then stealth, <laughs> and then yeah. And it was just like they just did a whole bunch of films about America's various uh military institutions. It was like it's weird. Yeah. But I, I love I love this film. Yeah, really, I, really, I, really good film. I love Al- this film. Although when people, although I am of the school though of like, it shouldn't have taken this for him to get an Academy Award. Um, I don't know who uh, was he up for an award for Malcolm X or Should've yes been. he was, yeah. but he lost to um, Sense of a Woman. Pacino. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. 
I mean, who could he won seen... for Glory though as best supporting? Yeah, he had already had an Oscar for. He's had one for a lead. But then, if you look back at it, when I look back at those moments, because we were on, we stayed up to like three in the morning watching the Oscars to see if Denzel was going to win, because it meant so much as like for this. Black, yeah, as young black people. But then I look back now, it's really there's no significance. There's no merit in terms of what, how the Oscars are given out. I mean, he, so I don't really think arguably, whether he won did he get one this. for Philadelphia? No, no. no. Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks did. Tom Hanks did. Yeah. Hanks did back to back. No. I'm so not yeah, sure. I guess. I mean, but the thing is, this because you like the movie doesn't mean you should get a nomination. No, no, at all. But at the same time, I would have argued at the time that, uh, given the subject matter and his approach to the role, mm. I think it was actually you know, but then, kind of pioneering. Some people may have passed on that. I yeah, think, but he. I mean, his role was like the prejudiced lawyer so you yeah. couldn't apply that to anyone Initi- really initially yeah. initially, initially but, like, and you can oh, go and layer deeper in that and be like his role was that supportive black friend as well i mean yeah you know what i'm saying like it really worked which with is, him which being is pretty that, good why you know. they turned that on his head for training day mm. because yeah. normally your, normally yeah your body cop film even though it's obviously a very dark uh aesthetic compared to that normal paradigm but like yeah normally you're you have your uh white anglo-saxon protestant protagonist with a mullet Bruce and, you know, black sidekick or he's he's well, he's, he's, talking, he's talking lethal weapon Celtic, in because okay. John McClane is Celtic. But the reason I normally say white Anglo-Saxon Protestant is because in these films that came around the same era, the protagonist is not allowed to kill a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant as the lead antagonist. You're not allowed to kill him because uh, you just can't. Which is why you know in uh, Die Hard, like it's Gruber, yeah, or like in Bad Boys, it's Fouché, <laughs> or like Bad Boys is fire, even <laughs> in a. Um, it's normally like a, a, a malevolent villain oh, with there a you European go. accent. Which Will one? Smith. Which one? Cop. Yeah. Rapper turned cop. In which one? Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. Yeah, he's the best one. <laughs> I changed it. Mike Lowry. I changed it. Mike My Lowry. Mike Lowry. I love this film. Um, I haven't seen it that many times. Ever. I know it's, it's when it came out when I was at university. We went to see, went to see Monsters, Inc. And, and then it just happened to be on next. So I just walked into it. So I had two for one. It's a good day. Yeah, it's a awesome. fantastic day. It's a like one, day. one of the best of days of my life. Still available, though. Yeah, well, yeah, Monsters Inc. to Training Day. <laughs> That's a big jump. I didn't even know this film existed. It was just on Next, and I'd never seen Denzel play this kind of role before. Mm. And it's like you say. I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen Malcolm X, but it's still his character is very kind of uh, antagonistic, antagonistic to the industry, I guess, yeah, with, yeah. within within Malcolm X. That's why I was kind of questioning your saying he always plays a protagonist, um, but this he was like straight out hood mentality turn cop and I, I loved it from from the very start when he sits down and says this is this is a newspaper it's 90% bullshit and that that whole yeah, conversation from then me. has me in the film and I absolutely love it from that the, but my, my part was when he said uh, football going to the office he said you're in the office baby yeah and he says going up and he goes doo, doo, doo. I said okay <laughs> I like, All right. I like, my, I like when he takes him to the jungles for the first time to the blood neighbourhood he's like this is the main vein this is yeah. the artery right here Denzel was don't come here without me he was, yeah, exactly. You see, when um, even all got to jump the crackheads in the alley, and then Denzel just walks in like, "You got my squabbles, boy." <laughs> yeah. It comes in, kinda, comes in, clapping the guns together. Yeah, clapping the guns you together. You told like, me, yeah, yeah. To I had never seen Denzel <laughs> like that before. I was just watching it, and I kept on thinking he was going to do good at, to uh, to do good at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, this was all definitely a training day. It's just a spiral down, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Was there any redeeming feature for Denzel? In this? No, there was no redeeming feature. Uh, his son turned. Uh, he, his son, his wife turned looks away. after his girl. Dude. He's also married, and it's more of a question of he's keeping it there as an illegal immigrant and taking mm. advantage of her. Yeah. Which, I'm... you know, given today what's going on today, uh, I imagine that it would be uh, ice would be at her door. But yeah, knocking down that door. Any help from him? From him at all. so he was married, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Got four yeah. kids, you're saying? Oh, four yeah, kids. I got four sons. Yeah. yeah. Policia, policia, señorita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, papi. Oh, mommy. And I was like, mama and Denzel. One of my favorite actors in this is Cliff Curtis. You want to play Smiley? He's from New Zealand. Yeah, the, this is the point. So the, you, the, the Mexican, one of the, yeah. one of the battles was yeah. from New Zealand as well. Ah, well, that's, oh, that's no, Smiley. Yeah, Smiley. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Cliff Curtis. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. So he's a Maori actor, but he plays... Ar- Ar- Arabian uh, or Mexican or oh, yeah. so he just plays oh, you've got that kind of yeah. Tom Br- you know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of looks you know, can play no, a variety I know nobody wants to say miscellaneous yeah I'll say miscellaneous miscellaneous or what would be referred to <laughs> as minority ethnic sure. so in terms of this new BAME thing mm. he's the ME he's the ME in BAME but he makes he does a lot with it he's great man he'll say Teresa fool yeah he's in Hobbs and Shaw he plays the Rock's brother which is which is actually accurate to so okay. the Highlanders. So yeah, yeah. the Highlanders, but it's just like the disparity in size and build. At one point, I'm not going to spoil Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I know we're a bit pressed for time. Should we head to the scoring for, for train day? Well, let's do it. So, uh, welcome to the Flix Watcher unique scoring system. All of the scores are out of five. You may have decimal places if you wish. And uh, we will start with the recommendability with you, Fumby, please, out of five. Uh, five. Definitely a hot five. Just re- straight out of the gate, recommend straight it to everyone. Five. To recommend, hell yeah, watch training day 60 times. Dane. I'm going to say 4.8, only because it's like, if you are someone that doesn't like violence and you don't like Denzel, mm. then you won't enjoy it because this is like Denzel at his best. Peak. Peak Denzel. Peak, peak Denzel. I mean, for me... He got game as Peak Denzel, but he's very good. He got good game. Wow. Oh, man. He was amazing in that film. I love that film. <laughs> the film wasn't amazing, though. He was great in that film. <laughs> you don't amazing. like that film? Has Denzel ever been in a film, even if it's bad, where he wasn't great? Outstanding in it. Yeah. Unstoppable. Train wreck. Is, is he not good in that? The film's not good, so he's not good. As far as I'm concerned. But you can be great in a good yeah, yeah, The yeah. thing is, he, he's watchable True. in he pretty much everything. Watch, he is watching mm. Like, I watched the Taking a Pelican 1, 2, 3. Yeah, that's, that's, that's The dialogue that's they were having, film. I could just watch it over and over again. And even the film's not that great in terms of overall. Just the dialogue between them two, Listen. you're just like, these are I some heavy. I didn't think I would like John Q. I love John Q. John Q's amazing, man. Because of Denzel. Have you yeah. seen Fences? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You Vi- know what? But even Viola Davis going head to head. That's what she to I don't she think she did, to you know. I don't nah, think she went toe to toe. That, that crying had... scene. I don't think she went toe to toe, though. But the crying scene. I don't think she went toe to toe. No, man. That, look, no way don't... people get to go toe to toe. You Denzel, don't you know. let snot <laughs> come out your mouth. True. <laughs> You're there to get it in one take. No, I go day for Viola Davis. Oh, goodness me. Helen, amazing. recommendability. So watching this again, I realised that it's really great, but the end is just goes a little bit silly when he jumps off a roof onto the car. Yeah, which it is almost like proto fast yeah, and Yeah, it's a little bit of a shame because it it sort of makes everything that comes before it a bit like really Hollywood. Yeah, I don't know if you saw him. It was a bit with, like uh, two chrome guns in about four or five crypts just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That that was that, believable in the sense. Tell you what, that was. A- some terrible shooting in that whole that film. That wasn't believable. Well, first of all, homies in the hood can't shoot anyway, so I mean, it's not like yeah, they got target yeah. practice going on. I could believe that, but you're right. That's the one time. 
Because it's just that he's reversing. It's like, you know he's coming. And next thing you know, like, from where? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, really? God. So, yeah, I know. I agree there. Even minutes. So, what are you saying? So, I'm going to go for a four on that one. Yeah, fair. Um, I'm going to go 4.5. Same for Dane. Um, definitely a lot of violence in there. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough watch. Um, but even if you're not a fan of Denzel, I, said, I think this film will make you a fan of Denzel. If, if, you know, you if you're into, like, an action cop drama. Then if you like The Wire, yeah. like, you know, you, you take, you you're take into this. this. I mean... That's the benchmark that the, all, all, all things that all media, the, yeah, all, all, all box sets today, like, yeah, they, that's the benchmark. The Sopranos and The Wire. Are you talking to four wife fans? They're yeah. around this table, and, I'll, I'll and 24. I mean, I'm no, nah. nah, 24 nah. started the box binging. No, nah, 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 nah. that was that was The Wire and The Sopranos. And I'd argue, but 24 to an came out before Oz. The Wire. I know, but I'd, I'd argue to an extent, Oz, Oz yeah. and Sex and the Seas. HBO kind you of like hating on 24, man. 24 is basic, it's basic. It started the watching, it started the. Everybody wanted to watch there an episode was, in one day. There was, yeah. a, there was that thing where I put it on and it's like, I can't yeah, stop. Like eight hours later, yeah. I'm like. But that was more of a terrible thing though. But it was still, but it was, it was yeah. It was a, you know what it was? It was, it was, was the, the B stories. Like they, they would take, because you know, you start the season with your, your fire mm. and you take everyone on a tangent because you're going to come back to the fire. But in 24 episodes, the fillers were just Well, I just incredible. thought it was nonsensical. I, the wire, I not felt like I lived. Yeah. In the wire, I'm I felt like I lived in Baltimore. That's that's a different. That's it's, that's immersive. I that, stopped the wild. I stopped watching the wild after they killed. Oh! oh. Watch the wire in 2019. Oh, sorry, people. Okay, we can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> I love the wire. Never spoil the wire. Leave it in, and when he just go, when he repeat viewing score from B. Repeat viewing score. I think um, for me, I'm just gonna say like a four. Yeah. Because I've watched Training Day at least 200 times. What? Especially and, that's, and, that's only, and that's only a four then. <laughs> right, right. I'm saying a four because I want to be fair because I don't want everyone to feel like I have to do what I'm saying. I don't want to be fair to the no, scores. No, you give your you give your score. You want to give <laughs> okay, I'll say 4. 200, 200 times sounds like... Yeah, yeah. 4.5, I'll tell you why I've watched um, Chained It two, over 200 times. Because of that iconic scene where it says King Kong has nothing on me. Mm. I've watched that scene literally from the time he jumps on the car <laughs> to when Ethan's walking away. And sure. you just, I just can't get enough of it. I watch everyone in the background. I look at their reactions. I watch it again to see. Yeah, like, no, that's Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, what's he saying? And 4.5. Just the way Denzel controlled that whole, yeah. Is that, yeah, it's, it's an iconic Dang. monologue. Uh, I'm going to give it the same uh, for, and as I said, if you can get hold of some of the outtakes and the uh, director's commentary, because uh, like I said, with something like The Wire, mm. it's very rare that you see films which depict like gangbanging culture in LA and they are they're, like, quite rich and that quite accurate because, it's more you know, especially when you, yeah, especially when you watch films like, uh, uh, hard to kill on like Seagal films and it was always the same guy with the dreadlocks that they would use to do like uh, fake patois accents and have yeah. fake gangsters and stuff so um, yeah definitely a 4.5 from me I'm a little bit lower so I've seen this once I think and I probably wouldn't have watched it again unless you'd picked it <laughs> why not I don't know I I think I think I got everything that I wanted from first it. time yeah and for me um, I would rather watch a Denzel film that I hadn't seen than watch this again. Sure. Um, and also, um, it's two hours and two minutes long, which wow. if you know that's me, <laughs> anything yeah, that's not 90 minutes, I'm a bit like, oh, <laughs> now, but you I haven't used, got the time. You use that time argument for just to justify the film, no matter what, because Inception's what, two hours 20? And you're like, it's only two hours 20. Yeah, it doesn't feel but, like it though. Inception yeah, felt like four hours and 20. I liked Inception. <laughs> yeah, I loved Inception, but you're you're saying the time, the concept of time is there. It so changes depending on how much you like the yeah. film. So when someone comes in and they're like, yeah. Dances with Wolves, Helen will be like, nope. nope. Oh yeah, That is much. a long film though. About Gone with the Wind. I wouldn't know, wouldn't know. 
I mean, I've, I've watched that once. I'm not going to watch it again. Helen, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's in direction. It's, that's a, that's, a, that's an to... instruction for Helen to be gone with the wind when the film begins again. I'm still you know? watching it. And I've been, this is like for five years now. Yeah. I'm still, still <laughs> so, what, <laughs> so what score are you saying? Uh, two. Two. Uh, I'm going for a three and a half here. What's it in the cinema? Got a DVD. What's it a lot when it first came on DVD? But I haven't seen it since. Glad it's on Netflix and I'll probably watch it again in a couple of years, but I'm not going to be the 200, <laughs> 200 times like your man here. I mean, to be, when that first came out, when seeing Denzel as a cop like doing mm. sideways shooting the Crips and that, that shit was pretty cool. There's yeah. so many lines in this which just make me, and they're all, they are all Denzel's lines, aren't they? Yeah. They're all of his. Yeah, yeah. Just like I said, when he's walking down the alley, clapping the, yeah. clapping yeah, the guns, yeah, yeah, yeah. cracks yeah, me up. And even just like, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just that. Yeah, okay. And he said, I remember the crackhead said to him, suck my dick, partner. And he goes, yeah, he goes, you've been to the booty house? He goes, suck my dick. I know people. He goes, yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> he just said it's like, yeah, that's how it starts. Um, so I'm getting a, what did I say? I'm getting a three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Um, small screen score. Small Do you want an explanation of this? Ooh. Small screen score. So you mean like on the TV? Yeah, so TV, TV is the, yeah, small screen. So home viewing. The second time. That's all right. It's all right. It's, it's the tiny net, screen stores. It's, it's acknowledging the fact we're watching it on Netflix rather than the cinema. How well does it translate to watching it on the small screen? And do you do you feel you want to watch on the cinema each time you're watching it? You need a big screen for, for training there. Right. So Yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, if you if talk about small screen at home, you need a big plasma street TV. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think for small screen, I think like <laughs> three and a half, three, three, three and a half. Yeah, Dane. Uh, I'm gonna give it a high score, man. I'll give it a four. I feel like it translates just fine. It's not a film. I don't think that necessarily depends. Like its suspense doesn't depend so much on like many kind of atmospheric sound and mm. like, THX and stuff. It's just it's just a, 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 an action thriller. One thing that annoyed me on this rewatch that I realized is that they start the songs and the songs last for like twenty seconds. Yeah. So they start like still DRE and they start like um, Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. 25 seconds and it and it cuts and you're like what, what was the point in that sounds like some copyright shit so, yeah well <laughs> um helen uh, i'm also gonna go for four i didn't have chance to see it at the cinema so i've only seen it on tv size but the reason i'm not gonna get full five is that i think i probably would have enjoyed it more watching it in company yeah rather than just like watching it on my own yeah um, i think that would have been yeah that's true given yeah. probably made my Plexible experience, experience. Where's, my, where's my denzel at the end right Helen wanted Denzel too to be like, oh, and did the whole yawning arm around the shoulder thing, right? Exactly. I get that. You want your corrupt cop? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? You, everyone, you, everyone you needs a corrupt cop. <laughs> uh, I'm going to four and a half here. I saw it in cinema, um, think, but think otherwise. It works great at home. Um, bigger screen at home, definitely, but yeah. apart from that. Um, engagement score. How involved are you when you're watching this film? You get, are you reaching Twitter to en- like engagement score? I mean, when, when you're watching the cinema and on DVD, the engagement is straight five. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything else. You can't take your eyes off Denzel because you don't mm. know what he's gonna do next. Yeah, you're exactly. Like, what is going on here? Every scene was just gold. So I'm saying five for engagement. Dane, uh, I'm gonna give. Not only the same, I think, because mm. like you can't take your eyes off him. I think that's what what, what way it works. He, he's a uh, yeah, all consuming. Do you think it kind of, even though Ethan's a fantastic actor, isn't he? But he's he just does pale in, pale in comparison to Denzel in this. Yeah. But you need a, you need a good actor which so you can play might, off yeah, against. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which might have been the dynamic they wanted to observe and how mm. that works. Who is the guy who plays when he goes when uh when he goes to get the when Denzel goes to get the warrant? Roger. Yeah. The, yeah. Not the guy they they rob. The guy they go to get the warrant from the, oh, the, the policeman. Oh, the three wise men. I'm yeah, three wise men. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, they're the all. Them, they're all like character. Yeah, they're all oh, okay. known actors. I can't remember. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I think it's Tom Berenger, but like it might have been Tom Berenger. One of them. Yeah, yeah, he was really. Oh uh, yeah, from from Top Gun. Yeah. It was, it was right? yeah, yeah. 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 
not John Voight. John Voight, maybe? No, John, no, no, John Voight wasn't no. Tom Burns, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I, even that scene was good. Just yeah, that scene was off good, yeah. Because really, I mean, arguably, Denzel's taking the lowest status in that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, sizzles. Uh, Helen? So, um, I mean, it's one of those films where you're just like, where are they going to go next? Like, what is going to happen to Ethan Hawke? Like, is he actually going to make it out? Mm-hmm. And how, what, where possibly can he go next? And, like, is this day over? It seems like a really, when does it, really, oh yeah, when really, does this day end? really long day. Um, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a... F- oh, sorry, what am I doing? 4.5. I'm going to give it a 5. The first time I remember watching... Like I said, I didn't know anything about this film when it first came out and I just walked into the screening. Um, I knew it was out, but didn't know what was happening. But the the fact that he, he actually dies at the end, and that, that, that scene is amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. Not, well, yeah. If you got that far. Yeah. Just did not expect it. Just did no, not no, expect no, it. And no. Didn't unlike, expect that. Yeah. <laughs> didn't expect that. No. Um, so, yeah, I think five for this. So that gives us an overall score of 4.268. That's nice. Yes. Decent score. Decent score. Good score. Good score. So Good we all... It's a great movie. Uh, we always reach out to Twitter and ask people, ask our Twitter fans and tell them that we're reviewing, in this case, Training Day with Fumbi and Dame Bat Tweets uh, from Quotas Full. Have you seen it? Give us your thoughts for an on-air shout-out. We've got a couple of responses. Uh, Fumbi, can you read out the first one? Uh, the first one is Solid Flick. Don't remember a lot about Denzel, but Denzel and Hawk were great. <laughs> mm. uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. And Dane, can you take the second one? Bullied and charmed into corruption by a crooked cop, rookie faces down cold-blooded Denzel Washington and Snoop Pukin, hashtag training day. Outstanding and impactful trifecta of direction, acting and script, near flawless drama. Uh, did Anton Foucault do... do directing? Yeah. What was the other film he did? Anton Foucault's uh, He's done loads of films. He's done like Fast and Furious. Right? I feel like it was something like Fast and Furious, something afterwards that was pretty good back-to-back. But it wasn't, he, he didn't do... Uh, he did, he's the one that did um, Brooklyn's Finest, I think. That was another cop yeah. film, yeah. Take another sort of good Denzel film, Antoine Fisher, with Derek Luke. Have I seen that? You'd I love it. Watch that. I think I've seen That's that. That's so good. Right. People talking about mental health now. Yeah. Like that film was ahead of its time, man. That was a good film. Antoine Fisher. You've seen that, right? Yeah. You like it? It was all right. I loved it, man. Yeah, The Equalizer, the Magnificent Seven. That was it. Yeah. Um, I. So we should have said those two tweets were read out were from Top Film Tip and. We also have uh, what were they thinking? Thanks, guys, for giving the send us those tweets. Um, I think, guys, if you can just let people know on Twitter where we can find you and Instagram and uh, say bye to the listeners. Uh, yeah, I'm me at Fumbi, at Fumbi, which is F U N M B I, and then at Fumbi Omateo on Instagram. But uh, yeah, Quotas Full podcast. I'm doing a special soon, so nice. look out for that. And yeah, you can just find us, State, state or any comedy club in London worth it. Salt. You see us mashing it up on a Thursday to Saturday, I guess. But yeah, thank you for listening, man. You enjoyed this. Uh, Dane Baptiste, aka Dane Baptiste on Twitter, aka uh, Dane Snaptiste on Instagram. Uh, also listen to uh, Dane Baptiste Questions Everything and Quotes Full. And as Fumbi says, anywhere uh, you have comedy, we should be nearby. We are ubiquitous and hilarious. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice one. Thanks so much for nice coming on. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Enjoyed this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast? Why not leave us a five-star review on iTunes? You can also follow us at FlixWatcherPod on Twitter and we're at FlixWatcher on Instagram. Thanks as always to the mighty people for their mighty, mighty tunes and Ben from Rockwood Audio for his awesome editing skills. 
If you're looking to get your podcast edited as sweet as this, get in touch with Ben and that's Rockwood, R-O-K-K Wood Audio. Tell him Flixwatcher sent you. You just heard a stripped media production. 